My father died of an asthma attack when he was in his early 50s. My mom just had lung cancer and passed away recently. I had a bilateral pulmonary embolism that almost took me out a few years ago. And what we all have in common in my family is that we were all born and raised in what we call environmental justice communities. So this problem of environmental racism is personal. grow up in a family that has asthma, upper respiratory disease, living in the midst of spaces where there are brown fields, lead paint, and the kinds of emissions that harm our community as descendants of colonialism and extraction and enslavement, we are particularly susceptible to toxic exposure. I think it was around 1996 uh, when uh, a woman in the community told me that she would get up in the middle of the night to see if her children were still breathing. They lived under the Gowanus Expressway. And I realized that if we couldn't breathe, we couldn't fight for justice. That literally, there wasn't anything more fundamental than the right to breathe. That's like my entry into the environmental justice movement. Environmental justice is the disparate citing of environmental burdens in low-income communities and communities of color. All we need to do is look at Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Andrew, and you'll know who was impacted most. Literally the people least responsible for creating climate change, black, indigenous, people of color, people who have historically have always lived within their carbon footprint, those are the communities that are most devastated and most impacted by climate change. I think if our ancestors had thought that everything was hopeless, when they were in shackles, when they were being brutally beaten, we wouldn't be here right now. And so I tell young people to get lessons from their ancestors and remember that we are supposed to be fighting, building beyond this moment of crisis right now. When you do this work, you know, the people that you love that have been toiling under the worst circumstances for generations aren't at those tables that we're at. And so we bring that narrative with us. We bring that personal story with us. We can't separate that personal narrative, that narrative from policy, from science, from research, from data collection, from decision making. Everything that we do is shaped by the concern to ensure that future generations are not impacted like our families have been. My name is Elizabeth Yampierre, and this is my brief but spectacular take on climate justice. So important to hear that perspective.